I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, Matthew. Good evening. Good evening and welcome to another episode of this podcast. <laughs> what are we doing? Uh, the Gamers 2 Podcast. September... 20th, 2019. I couldn't do a nine on one hand. This is normal. Cool. This would normally be my count for nine. I wasn't going slow there. I was, that was my gears in my brain. No, we're going to be a long grinding, podcast. trying to remember what fucking day and year it was. So it's going to be a rough one. It's All right. Three hours later, we'll get to the first subject when we remember what we're doing. That's cool. The news is not very thrilling this week. <laughs> That's the best. Love when we have a slow nils week. Yeah. The, this it's the it's the devastating combo. News in the game world that's not super interesting, but also requires a lot of wording because it's like minute details are crucial. You know what I mean? Like ah yes, stupid. Yes. I understand. So you got you got a long winded like. You know, let me tell you about this story that you don't really care about, care about, but I got to give you all this backstory. So good news, everybody. You can stop listening after about the 30 minute mark when we eventually get there. Yeah. Maybe we'll just start blitzing or we'll just cut like the back half off. And it's like, no one cares about it. <laughs> we'll, we'll do what we normally do. We're say we're going to blitz. Then we'll get about halfway through the story. I'll rant about some portion of it. We'll tangent a lot. We'll get back on track. We'll immediately then tangent from getting back on track. And then we'll tangent on a tangent and then a tangent to a non sequitur and then come back. We should have just went with like tangent game podcast or something like that's what this is talking tangents. What about cosine? <laughs> <laughs> what if we just yeah. named ourselves Sokotoa? Sokotoa. All right. Or do you not do you, you remember Sokotoa, right? No. Sign it over hypotenuse or whatever. So, Ka was... Why do you remember that? That's a more interesting... Like, it was... I love it how was, you, like, you like low-key tried to shame me for not knowing fucking... Why do you remember that? Sine was... It's sine equals... Was it opposite over hypotenuse? Then cosine was adjacent over hypotenuse? Listen, when have you ever used that? And... Opposite? Is that right? And then tangent was... No, that can't be right. Toa... Was opposite over adjacent? Maybe that's what that... When have I ever used that? High school. Y equals MX plus... Y equals MX plus B? Well, the yeah. general form of a line? Yeah. All but right. That's, that's like not Pythag- what you're talking about. Pythagorean theorem? Okay. Those are not the same thing. They're all math subjects or formulas or things. <laughs> <laughs> words. They're all words. 
right. I was a decent math student, all right? I don't need, I don't I don't need to come on this podcast and be belittled by you for the fact that I can remember how to config, how to calculate sine, cosine and tangents. All right. All right. Calm down, we're all friends here. Fun fact of trivia question because I played trivia on Tuesday for all of one round. What formula is what I'm about to tell you? What is the this is a, an area formula. I want you to tell me what shape. One half of the base times the height. Cylinder? Nah, it's a triangle, but... Okay. One half of the base. Did you get that right? Yes. Yeah, I knew knew that one. Okay. So we've learned something new here today. Uh, Math did not be... Was not retained in my my cranium. But who was fourth in charge of the Nazi army? Fourth. I don't... See, I don't know the rankings. Oh, my God. (laughs) I went. With, I went with history, just like figuring that may have been where your remembering is. I mean, it's sporadic. It's all over the place. Like I'll randomly pull out a fact and be like, "Here, let me tell you this." What uh, element is Na? Uh, sodium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. Yep. Okay. NaCl is sodium chloride, which okay. is salt. All right, so let me tell you what I've been doing. Let's that, get that, off which, which is more of a no man's sky test than anything. If it I'm, really if is. I'm being honest. I mean, that's the only reason why I remember it. Probably. Yeah, what's phosphorus? Huh? 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 Uh, phosphorus got, is. What are your noble gases? You remember your noble gases? I don't. Here's a hint: hydrogen. Continue. Oxygen and nitrogen. <laughs> <laughs> They're all over there on the one side. It's one column. What's element two forty seven? What are you a fucking high school teacher now? What's, what's element two forty seven? Unobtainium. Continue. It's not real. It's the thing on Pandora during Avatar. I think, right? Unobtainium. No, that was... Was it Unobtainium? It's some dumb resource. Whatever. Who fucking cares? What if in the last five days... Five days, because we recorded weirdly last week due to you putting rings on your fingers. Yeah. What have you been doing in the last five days? Ring's a little tight. uh, I've had some ring issues. A little fat or a little bad ring? Uh... The 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 ten is too small. No. I ordered an eleven. The eleven is too big. Ooh, ten and a half then. Yes. Uh, the problem is that I have Trump hands. I have baby hands. Ooh, got them baby hands. So I prefer a five millimeter ring. This is five millimeters. Okay. They don't make. Well, they they. You're just super special. Yes. I'm okay. being difficult. I don't want a six millimeter ring. Getting a six millimeter ring in ten and a half would be very easy, but I want a smaller ring. I don't want to go to a four millimeter Those, because then it looks like a like a girl's my, ring. My favorite part is that if you were to measure literally anything else by the millimeters, somebody would call you fucking insane. It, it's Listen, weird though. This screen is twenty nine centimeters wide. But at 29.1 centimeters wide, I can't fucking handle it anymore. It's weird, though, because if you look at a 6mm ring, it looks significantly wider. I think it's I would, I would say my parents is probably a 6mm. At least my Probably. Dad's, That's my the, dad's standard. the standard. The standard is a little wider than yours is. Yeah. It's, the standard is 6mm. But the thing is, your dad's a tall dude. Yeah, he's got bigger hands. He's probably got hands that come out to fucking here. Okay. he's He does not have... We don't need to discuss my father's hands, but no, he does not have. Uh, I bet compared celery, to he doesn't my have celery stalks for fingers. Compared to my hands, he probably has salad fingers. Okay, okay. we probably have normal hands, and you just have the hands of a doll. 
that's the point I'm making. So yeah, I need we're normal. Not I need a not weird obnoxious. ring to keep the proportions we're right. Not so when you look fingers. at my hand, you're not saying why is that guy's fingers look like fucking a bunch of chicken nuggets. So I've been playing a lot of No Man's Sky. Speaking of chicken. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, No Man's Sky. That's it. We've got to finish Wolfenstein. Dude, don't fucking... Dude, all right. (laughs) We'll get there when I start talking. All right. Continue. Wolfenstein. Not Wolfenstein. No Man's Sky. So I've been playing No Man's Sky. I spent a lot of time in. Got the money. uh, Doing the Artemis quest line still. Didn't realize that quest line's like 20 hours long. Jesus. Yeah. Um, Welcome to things Nate won't do. uh, Yeah, that's about it. I mean, just plugging along, doing random shit on there, uh, watching a lot of anime, doing the anime thing. Mainly, uh, I got sucked into the baseball anime again, Ace of the Diamond. Fantastic. Got got some emotional moments in there. I love that this a mix of this baseball anime plus John Boy has like kind of gotten you there. Where where. We're clawing at the the precipice of Matt, like yeah, getting in and being like, dude, him coming to me and being like, did you see such and such? And me being like, no. And I get, I can't wait for the day when you tell me. About I mean, a if sport we keep, highlight that's not F one. If we keep the trend going, there's a good chance that I would I would buy the show next year because it would it would fit that that golf niche niche that I haven't I haven't been so, able to fill. So we could test this theory first because I still have the show 18 downstairs on a disc. 19 I got digitally, but I have 18 on a disc. So you could just take that and try it to see if you ever wanted to make that actual purchase leap. It's a possibility. That's all I'm saying. Um, no, need, no need to buy before you try. Yeah. So uh, let me give the abbreviated story of the anime real quick. All 150 episodes. Main character doing his thing. Went to this national, this good team. Be a pitcher. Other pitcher shows up. Hot shot. Throws like 150 kilometers per hour because it's you know it's Japanese. So you got yeah. So what's that like a hundred? It's like 102. It's like 90 something. I think. All right. So it's not even that fast. He's so a, he's average in today's. world. I mean, they're high school players. So he's average in today's world. Okay. So, <laughs> I'm only here to belittle everything. Don't mind me. Didn't that dude get signed who, who threw like 90 something miles per hour at, at a fucking machine and some team signed him? Oh, yeah, but he. So, yes, but it was kind of a rigged story. He purposely had been going around to like all these ballparks and doing it and doing it, doing it. I think there were YouTube videos of him doing it and stuff like that. Oh, uh, so like and he was. He was, I believe, signed to uh, like a spring training team or whatever to. Mm-hmm. See if he could actually do There's anything like a with a picture or something. Yeah. So, long story short, other character shows up, hot shot pitcher, steals the limelight. Everyone's like obsessed with him. Uh, he does really good at this spring tournament. Other pitcher, who is the main character, is like been behind the scenes the whole time, getting better and better. And they get to a point where the. Uh, the hotshot pitcher, who is the ace of the team, uh, having a bad game. But the coach keeps him in because he's the ace, and he's like leaves him in far too long, finally pulls him out, puts the other pitcher in. The other pitcher fucking wrecks everyone. And there's a moment where the coach meets the as they're coming off the field, 
meets the uh, the relief pitcher who's the main character, and he's like, the coach is like this person who doesn't talk a lot, you know, and he just okay. kind of stands there stoically and like makes decisions and signs and that's yeah. it. And he basically like says to the the pitcher, I you know, it, it was my mistake. I'm sorry. You saved me. And you know, there was this whole climactic moment and all this good stuff and now it's like hitting its stride so that's where we're at that's where i went baseball store i want to be clear it's hitting its stride when so it's been fantastic okay i don't want to put it that way it's just that the whole time they're building up like you're following the main character and like he's blatantly good but he gets overshadowed because this kid can throw like a fast fastball so you know as you opposed just, to those really slow fastballs. I you feel very, for him. You know what I mean. I know what you mean. You, you, you I know, know what, what you mean. mean. Whereas this dude has, you know, a full arsenal of pitches. So, you know, if you were to listen to, speaking of the show, if you were to listen to certain people talk, the the announcers, mm-hmm. they would tell you you're going up against today's, one of today's hot flamethrowers, throws a lot of heat. And then you got a guy that's more of a finesse pitcher, really mm-hmm. likes to locate his pitches. Exactly. It doesn't matter what the pitching matchup is, they fucking say it every game. Blow my brains out if you play enough of that game. You don't want to hear the commentary. <laughs> what else have I been doing? That's 90, I think 90% of the subreddit turns off the commentary after like the first week. That's it. That's all I've been doing. The only thing that's been nice, let me tell you a little bit about my life. Oh, I fucking right? can't wait to hear about his life. I've been off of work since Thursday, last Thursday. Yep. Had the wedding. Yep. Had the, the week off. Beautiful. Went back to work today. Can't wait. Did not work a full shift. Even better. Have the weekend off. Yes. What? <laughs> exactly. What? What? That I, that's that's doing pretty good. I that's... know. I'm very I'm very happy with this. That's my life right now. That's great. I'm sure it's gonna be terrible Monday because guess oh. what Monday is? Uh... We're in September. What happens in September in retail and are where we where you used to work? You have scan. Not no. Not inventory? Well, yes, it is. It is. It's yeah, that's, that's what I meant. Scan, yeah. scan was inventory because I know you guys yeah. don't do scan backs anymore. Yep. Monday. Monday night? Monday morning, 6 a.m. They're doing it in the middle of the day? Yep. That's terrible. Yep. That's worse than before. Uh, public service announcement. Announcement. I can't talk today. Um, don't work retail. Oh, public service announcement. Get the fuck out. <laughs> so that's it. What have you been doing? Not counting items on a shelf or hearing skew check. Good old skew check. Skew check. Skew check. Glass broken. Oh, don't need to skew check that anymore. That fucking thing's gone. <laughs> oh, the amount of times I almost did that. Hey, skew check on this vase. Just punch a hole through it and be like, I oh, don't worry about it anymore. It's just pieces of glass now. Skew check. And as you stare them in the eye, you throw the item into the garbage. Just look at them and be like, <laughs> over there. Just put it over there. If I even see you look at me again for a skew check, I'm going to throw whatever it was through you. I'm going to pick you up and put you through the aisle. Anyway, what have I been doing? I've been doing the same, Matt. I've been doing a lot of the same. Pokemon Go, big update. I don't know if we're yeah. going to talk about it. Yeah. Are we? Um, No, I didn't know there was an update. We okay. can. We no, can we talk about it. That's, that's exciting. That New new region got added. The Unova region Pokemon mm-hmm. are now in there. Yeah. Uh, I've caught all fucking one of them because none of them want to spawn for me. So I'm a little salty about that. Certain people I know already have shiny ones. 
screw them. Other people already have other ones. Screw them too. Yeah, what is the, there's like shadow Pokemon now or something? Oh, that's or? a that's a Team Rocket update thing. Oh, okay. Don't worry about that. Those aren't that rare. Not as exciting. Okay. Shiny's where you want to be for excitement. And new Pokemon also where you want to be for excitement. And I have neither. Well, so this is horse shit, Matthew. You just gotta get it's because you live in like the middle of nowhere, it's kind of. Listen, I live in East Bumfuck, all right? Central Bumfuck's way worse than this. <laughs> okay, that's fine. I'm just being fair. <laughs> I still have two stops near me, and a Pokemon does spawn where I live. All right, that's good. I go to certain people's houses. I ain't getting shit. I'm sorry to hear that. Sucks for them, not for me. I live here, <laughs> not there. I don't know what's around my house. I, I don't play anymore, so I don't know what's around there. Uh, your house doesn't have much as far as like if when we were when doing our like good your stuff. Living, yeah. Well, when you're when doing our sitting in your living room, like nothing was spawning at your house, mm. but you still down the road have like three gyms and six stops or whatever, like from where we were all walking around before. Yeah, those are all still there. Yeah. Anyway, uh, playing that, playing the show. More content dropped today. Did a little bit of that. You know, touch touch, woohoo, play play. Uh, that's gonna be kind of I think winding down a little bit. It's gonna take because. Unless I see a reward in there that I really want to go get, I don't think I'm going to mm-hmm. go that hard about it now. As it's coming down to the end of baseball season and stuff like that. Uh, played some Borderlands 3. Played a little Tetris. The old Tetris 99. They have a, a weekend event going on right now that you needed to score like 100 points or something to unlock a new theme. And I was like, I'm about themes. So I just played enough to get that. And now I'm done. I don't need to play anymore. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, and then the Borderlands 3. Been playing, I don't I don't know how many hours. I might be at seven now. Yeah. Enjoyable. Like Everyone's it. been liking it. I like so it, I've heard. Yeah. I've heard people complaining about like the writing and stuff like that. I'm like, I, did you guys miss the first two Borderlands and pre-sequel? Like, Maybe, it's not, I don't know. Like pre-sequel was written worse than the first two. The but, only thing I saw was that there was a, a nerf of sorts on drops. I'm sure there probably was, because I'm sure people are already like farming certain things or whatever, but yeah. I don't see it. I don't see anything being that I haven't seen uh that for me, but I'm only like I said, I'm only seven hours in or whatever. Uh and then And that's the other part too, is where I hope they're not just nerfing stuff because streamers can play eight hours a day and are already done with the game. I hope that's not why they're doing it. Yeah, I was kind of confused at first because uh, that was the people were complaining about how they nerfed. Uh, l- is it legendaries that are the high? I believe so. Whatever the high thing is, I think it it spawns like as like a gold, orangeish. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. They were like complaining that they got nerfed, and they're like, "Oh yeah, fucking nerf the drops on a PVE game or whatever," and you know, you normal stuff. It is weird that they do that. Um... And I've seen games do it because uh, this air quote streamer influence because they'll be able to get to the end much faster than any normal person will and automatically just immediately be farming or whatever. And they'll be like, oh, my God, these are dropping way too frequently. I'm like, that guy playing for eight hours today. Mm-hmm. I'm getting home. And now my chance of playing for one hour or two went from I might see a legendary to I might see a legendary once this week. Yeah, I think but that's the dark side. Like there's definitely a. Uh, some sort of detriment that streamer culture has brought onto the game industry. Oh, yeah. I mean, 100%. Uh, and then the WoW. Playing the WoW. Trying to complete the Matt Challenge. 
of in how where what level are you at? Uh, I'll be. I should be crossing forty tonight. I don't know, bro. I don't know. It's <laughs> it's gonna be close. It's gonna be real close. Yeah, it's gonna. After after we do this, I should cross forty tonight. Uh, because I'm only like I'm over halfway through thirty nine. Yeah. Uh, so I should be crossing forty. The I think the biggest detriment. Other than just time or whatever, the biggest in-game detriment is that I will not be able to afford my mount for a while. Because mm-hmm. uh, I'm only, I'll be at like half the amount of gold I need. So I'll just be like, I'll, I'll just still be stuck running around for the most yeah. part. Uh, but I still have faith in Todd and I to hopefully push and just. Todd's going to get his mount though, right? Well, no, he already Todd, has one. He Well, he's got the. Yeah, he's already got it. It's only, it's 20%. Uh, Less fa- as fast as a mount, yeah. But he doesn't need to buy a mount because that's just as good. It's when he goes for an epic mount that he'll obviously want to do it because then it's a hundred percent. It's a sixty percent increase from what his travel form is. So it's he just like wait for you to get places. A lot of the time, yeah. Dick <laughs> uh, move. move. He just speeds off. Well, he, like, he should because sometimes it benefits us like if he can just get there and start whatever we need to start early yeah and as long as i can get in range to get completion credit mm-hmm. it's like screw it run there do that and we'll just keep moving we ain't yeah. got we ain't got time ain't nobody got time for this uh, yeah they they don't they don't have time. <laughs> it's it's funny the amount of uh it hasn't happened in our last couple of groups but in the like 20 to 32 levels whenever we would do instances with people Every and Todd's usually our group leader. Every time he would invite people, he somehow always found dads or moms. Really, everybody was like, "Oh yeah, hold on, I gotta go take care of the kid." And yada yada. I was like, "Oh, you old family fucks, we gotta move. I don't have time to wait for you to take care of your child in this instance." Uh, and I'm just like, "Oh yeah, that's right. Everybody that played this game in 2004 is probably gonna have a child at this point, except for you know." Well thought out people. Uh, <laughs> take that, people caring for another life. Uh, so yeah, it's been a lot of while. That's good. I don't remember what I was last time we five days ago. Was I thirty five, thirty something like that? You were like thirty mid to low thirties. <laughs> yeah. So I've I've made up to thirty nine, almost forty in five days. So we're doing all right. I don't know. I just don't know. I mean, well, I think I know. But I don't want to discourage you. You don't. You you can't discourage me. The only thing that will discourage me is reality itself. It's gonna. It might hit you at some point. It might. But if it means that I stay up till midnight to turn that October first clock over and still hopefully ding it eleven fifty nine to sixty. Oh, you bet your ass! I'll screenshot that and be sending it to you. It's okay. I'll... I fucking made it, bitch. Woo! And then I'm gonna <laughs> immediately pass out in my chair. <laughs> Or you'll just be like, call an ambulance. I need fluids. And <laughs> yeah, I'll be like, hey, you guys remember that Korean guy that died in the PC bang because he sat down and played War- Warcraft for 48 hours or whatever? Call the ambulance. I can't move. Uh, yeah, so that's basically what I've been doing watching sports, watching stuff, watching Yu Gi Oh! because I'm a piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, that was the other weird thing that happened this week sports, Formula One, uh, Haas. Chose their driver lineup. Yeah, I saw that. Magnuson and... Uh, they kept their drivers, essentially. Yeah. Uh, wow, I can't remember. Grosjean. Grosjean. Yeah, yeah, that's right. 
there are, there are, <laughs> there are some pretty good stuff in the subreddit. Oh yeah, if I'm they sure. resign Groshan, I'm tattooing his name on me or something like yeah, that. Yeah, just getting a tattoo of his face on. Yeah, him. that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that's been that's been the that's been it really. It's been a lot of sports, football, baseball. Yankees just won the division. Sports so season. We're going to playoffs. We were going to playoffs anyway, but we have officially clinched the division title first since 2012. How's that fantasy? Uh, so far, good. I'm two and zero, one and one, and one and one. It's not bad. Nope, I'm all right with it. Uh, I'm I'm okay with it. I could have put. I was really close in last week's matchup to potentially go two and zero in, in my two money leagues. So, but whatever, I'll accept it. Yeah, in one of the money leagues, one of them is new, and the other one, I think I'm the champion three out of the last four years. So. It, it's okay for me. Yeah. I've got my bragging rights. Steady, steady start. Push at the end. Yep. Just get to playoffs and anything can happen at that point. Uh, so, yeah, it's been a it's been a good week. It's been a busy week, kind of. Yeah. Because now, now we're re- – this is the part I was going to say, speaking of playing Wolfenstein. We're slightly reaching into I need to not play anything that isn't WoW. Yeah. Because I need to push. But at the same time, I really want to play Borderlands. Oh, I know that you're. I think, I, like I think you're low key screwed in the in the trying to make it to sixty by the end of September thing. See, so I think I kind of am too. Like I, I do understand that I am slightly. Like, you I'm, might I'm, be able to do it. I'm but, screwed by my own interests. Yeah, because I want to play Borderlands because I'm really enjoying it. But at the same time, I want to play WoW with Todd. I want to do this. I enjoy doing it. But at the same, I'm just like, man, Borderlands right there. It's a brand new, fresh game. I want to play it. And then I'm like, oh my god, I gotta play Wolfenstein with Matt. I still have No Man's Sky. I want to play. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I am gonna try to play the Call of Duty beta tomorrow for a little bit, like maybe 30 minutes, just to like see it, see how it feels, and then uninstall it because I don't give a shit. Uh, and then I want to do. Uh, <laughs> well, that explains it. I want to play the show because I want. Yeah. I still do want to get some of the cards in there, but I've, I'm kind of just trying to like relinquish myself. Like I don't need to get all of this. Mm-hmm. Just let it go. It's okay. Your team's good enough, and you don't even play online. Just relax. And then the sw- shit on the Switch, but I don't have to worry about the Switch until November, honestly, in terms of playing anything. Like Luigi's Mansion, yes, I'm going to want to play that, but I'm pushing that along with Death Training and other things because the Switch is for Pokemon. You don't want to do Link's Awakening? Uh, no. It, I I super fear for it in the sense of like it's it's a great game, but for my interest in it, where I'm like I never do well in Zelda games. I always I'm like cool. I got so far in. I don't give a shit anymore. So I'm not going to spend sixty dollars not giving a shit. Uh, but yeah, there's other you know. Just That's other... probably kills me. It's sixty dollars. Yeah, but it's just the other. There's a lot of things that could potentially get in my way that I see myself going like the ooh shiny I want to play that and tripping over my own feet in that way. Yeah, but there's two different ways to combat this. Either I accept not getting to sixty, or I get to sixty as fast as I can so I can play the other stuff. All right, we'll see how that works out. I'm all jacked up on Mountain Dew. <laughs> Going to come at you like a spider monkey. All right. Speaking of things, Matt, that I could distract myself with, what would I do to find uh, out what they should be? Gamers 2 new release. 
Boom. List curated by Nate. Here it is. He's missing one thing on here, so I'll let him go through it first. I'll let you just start. What am I missing? The Sega Genesis Mini. All right, cool. Does anybody care? No. All right, here we go. Moving on. Oh, my (laughs) God. The best one they've come out with yet. Are you buying it? Are you buying it? I want to. Here's the deal with that. It's like, I really want it, but but I know I'll play it once, and then I'll never play it again, which is my issue, because it's cool. Would I love to revisit those games? Yes. But there's new games. There's new ones. You know, there's new ones. <laughs> I just want the that's the part where I want the video just so we can get the just the you going. Duh, there's new ones. Like to just do it. Did you see Shia LaBeouf on Hot Ones? Because you should have. No. Okay. New releases. Don't get me wrong. I don't watch Hot Ones unless somebody like when you're over, you're like we gotta watch Hot Ones. But every time we, somebody says that, it's the same way that when I go to you and I go, we need to watch this. I've probably already watched it. Yeah. So it's just not as entertaining for the both of us, I guess. But I always enjoy, depending on what the video is, I'll always watch something twice. For the most part. So you did see it or you didn't see it? I did not see it. I'm saying, like, if, when you would come to me and say, like, hey, you need to watch this. I'd be yeah. like, cool, we'll watch it. And you would be like, I already saw it. So just Oh, I don't it. care. I know. You know what I mean. Yeah, okay. Just read the goddamn list. Okay. We got number one. We have the Call of Duty beta happening this weekend. Uh, open uh, access, I believe, starts tomorrow. Early access started yesterday. The beta. The Call of Duty beta makes the list, but not fucking the Genesis Mini. Because I don't give a shit. If you want it, curate the fucking list. <laughs> All right. You know what? That's a fair argument. <laughs> you already said curated by me, and I don't I give know. a shit. I also, forgot. because every every time I see the Sega Genesis one, I just immediately think of the ones that we've sold for years. Oh, yeah. The knockoff ones? Yeah. yeah. I'm just like, yeah, that says Sega on it. So what do I care? <laughs> anyway, mowing and throwing for the PlayStation. Now, I hope this game is actually out because it's a fun game. Uh, yeah, I remember that. That was the one that, yeah. It's You're throwing two, the stones. 2v2, you have to mow the stuff, and you got guys throwing stones across, yeah. and the level was changing, or at least mm-hmm. that one level. I think there's more than one level, but yeah. Uh, Castle Crashers Remastered comes to PlayStation and Switch. <laughs> Remastered, okay. Who cares? It's on new consoles. Bus Simulator comes to PlayStation and Xbox. Now, Bus Simulator makes the list only for one, it's a simulator, so I'm going to call it out. Yeah. And two, PlayStation actually tweeted about this, and I found that fucking hysterical. Simulators, man. Uh, number five, Groundhog Day, like father, like son, for the PlayStation. Rebel Cops for the PlayStation. Number seven, Real Fishing Road Trip Adventure. It's good, good title. <laughs> for the PlayStation, PC, and Switch. Number eight, Scheming Through the Zombie Apocalypse, The Beginning, for PlayStation. I mean, if that game holds true to its title, that's an interesting concept. It is. Especially if they never make a second one. <laughs> just that, the beginning. Yeah, it never it never hits the middle part. They just call it the beginning. Uh, number nine, Witching Tower VR for PlayStation. Number 10, Apple Arcade is officially out now. Number 11, Inferno 2 for PlayStation and Switch. Number 12, Lost Castle for PlayStation and Switch. Number 13 is Overland for PlayStation, Xbox, PC, and Switch. Number 14, a super hyped, mellow, chill game from Annapurna Interactive called Sayonara Wild Hearts for PlayStation and Switch. Nate has played it. Nate enjoyed the time he did play with it, but also wonders what the hell it's about. Number 15, Truck Driver for PlayStation and Xbox, and you bet your ass it's on there because guess what? You're driving trucks. 
Number 16, there are new Amiibos out, and Nate wants uh, two of these. The new ones are the Link from Link's Awakening, Ivysaur. So I had an incident with this today that I thought Squirtle. about all day. And Snake. Which ones do you want? Uh, Ivysaur and Squirtle. Okay, because if it was going to be Link, I was going to say no dice, because everyone knows gone I immediately. I don't give a shit about Link. So I, I, referred, I already have a Link. Well, speaking to a customer I today, I referred to Ivysaur as Bulbasaur, because I just saw it quickly. I hope they ripped you apart. They did not. But once I realized afterwards that it was Ivysaur, I'm like, oh, they probably think I'm a douchebag. And I just thought about that all day. <laughs> you should have referred to it. Like, that's not even that bad. I wish you had I wish you had a slightly more in-depth knowledge of like all the Pokemon and completely referred to it as some not even fucking close character. You're like, yep, we got Squirtle and Blossom. And they're just like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Be great. That being said, I want Ivysaur and Squirtle. They, I'm not going to lie. They look cool. Yeah, and they're the Pokemon ones. And I don't I don't have any of the Pokemon ones. Because mm-hmm. Pikachu and all those other ones are, were super hard to find because they were in the first runs. I was going to get you one, but I couldn't remember. I couldn't, I couldn't decide which one you'd like more. There was actually another thing I was going to get you this weekend. And we went, we went thrift shopping. We were shopping. We went to so the thrift store. I did see this. Can I get? Can I finish this? Yes. Okay. I'm going to finish this because then we'll get to where we get, need to get back to. Uh, Nino Kuni, Wrath of the White Witch for Switch. Niflheim for PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. The Switch Lite is now out. Link's Awakening came out to, for Switch. The Sojourn came out for PlayStation and Xbox. That might be Sojourn, but I call it Sojourn. An Untitled Goose Game for PC and Switch. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> if you are not... I might not be right away. But if you are not playing Untitled Goose Game this weekend or within the next four weeks, which is the chance I might get to play it if I can hit 60 in time, you better do yourself a honk in favor and play or watch somebody play Untitled Honk and Goose Game Honk Honk. Okay. Do you not know what you do in the Untitled Honk Goose Game Honk? Do you just honk? You bet your ass you just run around honking at honking neighbors because they're in your way and you're being an annoying honking goose. Geese are annoying. Honk honk. And they're also very mean. Honk. So, I don't know if you've ever like my grandmother had a fa- has a farm, small farm. Okay, she had geese. I don't know if she still does. They're probably dead. Hopefully, she had <laughs> like five. She had like five geese, and they were fucking mean. I had to carry a broom around with me. I was a little kid because they try to fucking attack me. I have to hit him with the broom. Honk honk. Yeah, exactly. Honk honk, motherfucker. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. So you went thrift shopping. We did. Uh, went 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 to some thrift stores, and they had walls of books. If you want some books, thrift store. Amazon came across. <laughs> yeah, but you ain't getting no Amazon book for fifty cents. Okay, fair enough. You know what? I'm not even going to argue with you. Um, came across World of Warcraft and philosophy. And philosophy? Yeah, it's basically the philosophy of World of Warcraft. It's like oh. it's a series of books that that I thought um, it was like the anthology or something. No, it's a series of books that they made where basically like they look at you know whatever in this case World of Warcraft from a ph- philosophical point of view. That would hurt my brain. Yes, which I saw it, and I, they only wanted 
50 cents for it. Oh, the 50 cents. And I was cents. like, eh, that's really cool. It's World of Warcraft's philosophy, you know, blah, blah, blah. And maybe they would like this. And I was like, eh, I probably wouldn't. 50 cents. 50 cents that can fit on this bookshelf for 50 cents. I know. That's what I was thinking as I'll well. I'll give you but, Tree Fitty. But, uh, <laughs> I'll give you Tree Fitty. You run wild in that store. Tree Fitty, you buy tree as many fitty. books as Tree Fitty will get you. Yeah, there was some good stuff on there. Ton, 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 Which ton is of Tom seven. Clancy books. Um, but yeah, that was it. So Tom Clancy, enjoy some of the books. Other ones, eh, we can just kind of... They look fucking long. I'm not going to lie. Some of them are, yeah. But I, I read End War. You want to talk about a fucking book that shouldn't have become a game. End War, yeah. 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 That was it, though. Just that, World of Warcraft and philosophy. Oh, okay. What was the one thing you are going to... Oh, which amiibo were you going to buy? I couldn't decide. I couldn't decide between Ivasaur or a Squirtle. Oh, either one would have been fine. I know, but, but I, I, thought, I could have distinct... I thought there was one that you like distinctly liked more than the other, and I couldn't... Neither of those two. Charmander. Yeah, I know it's Charmander, but then <laughs> there was always like... I think it's... You were like... There was the list of starters. Like, you know, if you go you go Charmander or you go with, you know... Oh, it's probably Squirtle. Yeah, that's why I couldn't remember. Because so I always like, consider grass Pokemon the weakest. Yeah. Until you, but Blastoise just looks cooler than Venusaur. That's really yeah. all that comes down to. Because whose third form looks better? Because that's what I'm going to be playing with for the longest time. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. 
Let's get this dinner party started. Should we kick this off now that we're like probably like 40 minutes in? So like we said, a little after 30 minutes, you can go ahead and stop listening as we start the news. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we probably cut some of this stuff out. It's all a bunch of crap, but uh, eh, we'll just get through it. You want to start? You want me to start? What do you want to do here? I'll start. Fuck it. Okay. I haven't even looked at any of this, so here we go. Here's the part where Nate learns the news with you. Number one, Mixer, Microsoft's answer to Twitch, has just rolled out its first ads, but it appears the only entity earning money from the ads will be Mixer itself. Some of the... Thanks, Max. Appreciate you. Some of the ads will show up on channels run by Microsoft itself, but other partnered channels like Ninjas will now see ads appear in front of their content that don't support them financially. Mixer announced that the... They don't support their streamer financially, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mixer announced the move last Friday on its Level Up cast, a weekly show about what's happening on the platform. Ads were always a part of the plan, said Mixer community manager, manager Andy Salis- Salisbury and guest host Ethan Rothamel. That last name, man, Rothamel. People who have Mixer's premium monthly subscription offering Pro... There's a comma missing there. People who have Mixer's premium monthly subscription offering called pro won't see the ads they said and neither will people who have subscribed to a partnered channel when reached for comment a microsoft spokesperson i can't talk today provided a statement quote we are always testing and exploring new features and monetization options for mixer creators but have nothing more to share at this time end quote later a spokesperson for the company clarified that they plan to introduce a formal revenue share with mixer creators when the program is rolled out more broadly Quote, for now, the revenue we are receiving during our pilot advertising test is funding other programs that benefit creators directly, end quote. Mixer ads. Do you care? No, I mean, it's about time. Like, Probably should have done it sooner. I mean, probably, but at the same time, if it's not benefiting anybody technically, it was only a matter of time more, more of the thing. Yeah. It yeah. was never, nothing is ever ad-free forever except for us because, hey, nobody going to give me money to say anything. hey <laughs> That being said, Manscaped, give me a call. I don't know. It's the weirdest ad I've seen lately. Really? I don't even know what that is. It's uh, undercarriage uh, care. Undercarriage care. I Below the belt. Yeah, I'll just, I'm just curious what could possibly that could entail, but I'll look into it later. Whole don't trimmer. I think they give you deodorants for your nuts. Like, I think there's a whole thing. Jesus Christ. Lotions and stuff. <sighs> Take care of your dick and balls, man. You're welcome, E-rated podcast. E for everyone and explicit. Google. Explicitly everyone. <laughs> Number two. Get me off of this. Google appears to be planning a bunch of updates for Android TV over the next year, including new assistant features, a major hardware release, and support for its upcoming game streaming service, Stadia. According to XDA developers, developers, which saw a slide presented by Google at a recent conference, uh, Google has already planned out the key upgrades for Android TV over the next two years. Uh, This year, it's planning to begin allowing device makers to add custom phrases to the assistant test in menu ads and launch a Play Store redesign that was previewed back in May. Uh, These features would be a part of an update to Android 10, which just came out, actually. Um, Next year's plans are a lot bigger. The most immediately interesting news is support for Stadia which currently requires a Chromecast Ultra to be used on a TV. That's kind of uh, not worded well, but essentially 
uh, Android TV is supposed to support Stadia. Um, XDA developers also reports that Google listed a, quote, hero device launched. I need a hero. Which will include next-gen smart home features, which seem to involve Google Lens and Android 10's live captions feature. Google is also hoping to hit 8,000 Android TV apps by the end of 2020. Uh, That would all be a part of Android 11. Google, Android, it's a thing. It is a thing. I mean, I feel like Android TV adoption is not high, but... Oh, no, I don't think it is. If it was high, that would be, you know, the, the... Marriage of Android TV and Stadia would be... It'd be bigger and better. It would be delicious for Google. Oh, of course. Any, anything like that would be... Uh, would it, would it, would it, would a sure shot, one would say. Money, money. In the bank. Shorty, what you drank? Something, something. More of that song. <laughs> number, <laughs> number three. Epic Games paid digital bros... That's the name of a company, not just like a group of people. They, they aren't the di- yo, digital bros. <laughs> yo, we're swole dragons that you fight. We're the digital bros. <laughs> digital bros. Honestly, I wish that's what it was. We live binary, bro. What if it was like bang bros, but digital bros? <laughs> Different discussion. Uh, number three, Epic Games paid digital bros $10.5 million for PC exclusivity rights to Remedy's new action adventure title, Control. Digital Brothers is the parent company of Control Publisher 505 Games. And if you're confused, we've already mentioned six different companies involved in this transaction. In a financial report shared with the translation confirmed by Nico Nico Partners and analyst Daniel Ahmed, the company reveals the total payout from various digital distribution platforms over the previous fiscal year with Epic Games revenue as the largest amount. Ahmed said, quote, the payment from Epic was 100% for control and was for the exclusivity deal. There was no payment from Sony or Microsoft, and unclear if there were any other strings attached to the payment other than exclusivity, end quote. Well, there you uh, go. There's your first look at uh, what what it costs to buy exclusivity. For a game that does not have a history. Yeah. At all. Yeah. And Imagine what, like, Borderlands cost? Oh, yeah, right? I bet Borderlands was closer to 30. Yeah. Why not? Why not? They got the money. I'll just claim 30 million. Make it rain. Heard it here first. Borderlands exclusivity was at least $30 million. It might have. I mean, that's not outlandish, though. And I say at least because if it's 31, then I'm still right. Okay. I'm the guy bidding $1 on the price is right. (laughs) Far-fetched. The leak-carrying bird pal. That's been around since the original Pokemon games. HM Slave number one. Is finally getting an evolution of his own. Yes. His buff new form appearing exclusively in Pokemon Sword is called Surfetched. According to the official Sword and Shield website, Surfetched is incredibly noble to the point that, quote, they are often chosen as a motif for paintings, end quote. They fight until their leak finally withers, retiring after they've lost their veggie weapons. Uh, Sir Fetch keeps his impressive eyebrows and gains a literal sword and shield. And I did, I heard somewhere he might be exclusive to the sword version of the game. Yeah, that's what I, I read, uh, wrote, read, read, wrote. He didn't oh. write it in there. Well, it says right there. Exclusive no. to the sword, Pokemon Sword. Appearing exclusively in Pokemon Sword. Did I miss that? Yeah. 
Because I was going to ask you, what version do you plan on getting? Oh, I'm looking at the wrong. Fucking Exclusively in Pokemon Sword. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No. It's surfetched. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, sword now. Sword? Oh, Were you shield before? I was neither. I was undeclared because okay, I, so hadn't seen any, I hadn't seen anything to sway me. So yeah, I was going. Here's the deal, so though. So I was going with all the people that were like, I'm going to buy the two pack anyway. And I'd be like, cool, I'll just take the other one. Yeah, but, but here's the deal. If there's an exclusive in Sword, then there's clearly going to be an exclusive in Shield. But until they tell me what it is, ain't nothing beating Sir Fetched. So Sir Fetched has my vote. Okay. Sir Fetched 2020. All right. His sword is a is a leak. I know. He's always carried around a leak, but now, now it's a fucking weapon. Stu- Have you seen the pictures? Uh, I didn't really look at them in depth. I kind of you don't need to look at them in depth, but you know he's true. He's got a cabbage shield, yeah, yeah. and everything. The greatest thing I've seen is somebody did the motif painting of him now. Mm-hmm. So they put him in full colonial uh, British regalia, mm-hmm. the red coat, the hat, and it's just his face with a leak. And I'm like. This is, I, this is wall art. Like I would put that in my bathroom. I want anybody wants to send me anything. I need roughly a twenty-four inch tall. You figure out the rest of the dimensions. Twenty-four inch tall picture of Sir Fetched in his battle regalia, like he was a British general. And I'm putting it on the wall in one of these bathrooms. I'm doing it. That could be arranged, probably, fairly easily. It better be arranged, and I better have it in my house. Because <laughs> that is glorious, and I never have to worry about explaining that. Because even if I have to explain it, everybody's going to go, I understand. There, you, I will never hear take it down, and if I do, that person can leave my house. I stand by that statement. Number five. Why the fuck do I have all the financial news? Number five, the Internet Gaming Database has been acquired by video streaming platform Twitch. Founded in 2015, the Internet Gaming Database aims to build a comprehensive catalog of video games similar to the unrelated IMDb, or Internet Movie Database, including details like genre, plot synopsis, reviews, game length, release dates, game modes, and characters. First launched, first launched in 2014, but founded in 15. This doesn't make any fucking sense. The IGDB or Internet Gaming Database provides both a free and paid-for service through its developer API. However, following the Twitch deal, IGDB will now provide an entirely free service. According to TechCrunch, the acquisition will see Twitch feeding the extensive IGDB. <laughs> data into its search and discovery feature set and once again Amazon claims another company uh, thoughts have you ever been there I've never gone there I've never I've never been there never done it I you know it exists it? I knew of it I knew of it but I never went there for anything I google and whatever the first results come up I usually click on get my answer yeah. and move on yeah well, now it's owned by Twitch, so it will be the first first Google response, probably. It'll be the first Google response once Amazon buys Google for their search engine. <laughs> you never know. I fucking don't care. <laughs> Number six, former Nintendo of America president Reggie Fizeme. How do you say his last name? Reggie Fizeme. Fizeme. I don't think there's an L. I know there's an L, but I like. I don't there think is. It must be. Somewhere. I don't think Phil's. I think yeah. it's Fizeme. 
has joined the board of nonprofit New York Video Critics Circle. New York Video Game Critics Circle. Jesus Christ. Uh, with his election effectively, effectively, effective immediately. <laughs> effectively immediately. <laughs> this is fucking, this is ridiculous. You're doing, uh, you're just doing the Ron Burgundy for the most part. It's all right. I, I you're reading, you're reading just, what's written. I just need to add it better, apparently. Uh, if he's a May, joins Ted uh, Hewton, Harold Goldberg. I, who are they? We don't give a shit about these people. He joins a bunch of other people, and he's a part of the board of organization. It's One of them has of, the last name Soros. Oh, yeah, well, whatever. Uh, he's composed of, it's composed of around 40 gaming journalists and dedicated to advocating for educational and mentorship opportunities in underserved communities. Reggie had this to say, quote, Drawing from my years of experience in the gaming industry for having a big picture perspective and from my roots as a kid from the Bronx, joining the New York Video Game Critics Circle Board of Directors feels like a natural fit. I am an admin. I have an admiration for the work that the NYVGCC has accomplished and giving back to communities since its inception and can't wait to jump in and contribute to the success of the organization. End quote. They got to come up with some fucking better names, man. What do you mean? The Navigi doesn't do it for you? <laughs> it's not doing it for me. Uh, cool to see Reggie doing something and in our state. Ditto. I didn't know he was from the Bronx. I didn't either, but also we won't ever see him, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> no. Or are we an underserved area? I'm an underserved area. Anyway, who cares? My soul is underserved. <laughs> I need more Reggie in my soul. Number seven. After just two years, NBC Universal is shut down, is to shut down its game publishing business, citing the increasingly competitive mobile landscape. As reported by Gamesby, NBC Universal will continue to license its entertainment properties, but is scaling back its direct involvement with games. Launched in 2017 by Chris Heatherly, formerly of Disney's ill-fated mobile division, the department oversaw the launch of multiple titles, such as your Story Universe, Turok, Escape from Lost Valley, and Jurassic World Alive, among many others. The shutdown reportedly isn't just the result of the game's business failing, and is instead NBC Universal looking at lower investment ways to monetize its licenses. Did we report on that back in, 20, in 2017? We might have. I don't, I don't fucking know. We might have, and I don't care. Ditto. Welcome to the news week of we don't give a shit. I know it's, it's that calm. It's like the bullshit before like all well, these because everybody's everybody's starting to wrap up quarter three. And... Yeah. Let me tell you about my finances. And if you look at the current NPD ratings, the hardware sales are down year over year because we fucking fucking we don't understand. Oh, please get me out of this loop. All right, into some more shit. Number eight. Oh, great. <laughs> The District Court of Paris has issued a ruling saying that French owners of digital games on Steam are permitted to resell them under European Union law. But what if? (laughs) The Federal Union of Consumers has been pursuing Valve for several years now over numerous issues in the Steam subscriber agreement. This particular ruling by the French court looks at Valve's claim that consumers do not actually purchase a digital product when they buy a game. Rather, they purchase a subscription to access and use content and services on Steam. That's really shitty. Uh, The court's ruling classifies these sales as digital licenses rather than subscriptions, thus allowing them to be resold in the same way that physical games have been resellable. 
Additionally, the court says Steam's terms claim a number of other rights Valve does not actually have, including keeping wallet funds without reimbursement when users leave the platform, relinquishing responsibility if users incur harm using the platform, as well as certain rights regarding mod use, user-submitted content, and account termination. A total of 14 clauses were determined to be unacceptable. Though Valve can still appeal this ruling within the next three months, the Federal Union of Consumers intends to use it to further other legal challenges against Steam, both in France as well as in other EU countries. Um, speaking to Polygon, a Valve spokesperson said, quote, We disagree with the decision of the Paris Court of First Instance and will appeal it. The decision will have no effect on Steam while the case is on appeal, end quote. Uh, number nine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just, I just, oh, it's so much. It is so much, and it's just like that's why I don't read laws. It's just like it's just too much. Whatever. Oh, I'm gonna slightly break it down. I'm gonna, I'm gonna slow jam it. Yeah, slow jam it. Uh, let's go. Let's roll it back a little bit to the part where they uh, claim that you purchase uh, a license, not a. Uh, but you purchase a subscription, not a license. Is what seem a. a is saying. Is saying. And the court is saying that you purchase a license, not a subscription. Yes. Which is correct. Yes. Uh, that was the most important part. Yeah, that's the big part. The rest is just craziness. I mean, it's it's the rest of it is important. The, the stuff where, like, Valve keeps your wallet funds and doesn't reimburse you. Like, yeah. I get the direction the court is taking. And the EU is always very liberal in this instance, where yeah. it's like... And I appreciate that. They're always for the consumer's rights. They just, they don't, this type of stuff is never presented well. It's I, Every time I see it, I'm always like, Jesus Christ. Like, yeah. well, let's fucking nitpick everything to death. Speaking but, of nitpicking. Yeah, go for it. I don't think it's actually speaking of nitpicking, but number nine. The Entertainment Software Association, or ESA, is considering a new look for E3 next year, which would see the long-running event focus more on consumers, influencers, and celebrities. GameDaily.biz has attained a pitch deck proposal for E3 2020, which broadly positions the event as a, quote, fan, media, and influencer festival. Anybody remember Fire Festival? In the, in the ESA's proposal, marketing activations involving celebrities and influencers would become a key feature of the E3 show floor. The pitch deck included an example of the Los Angeles Lakers playing a basketball video game in front of fans and mentioned official relationships with talent agencies like the CAA and UTA, which for anybody that doesn't know are Hollywood, uh, I think, agent agencies. In addition, the ESA's membership, which has approved an additional 10,000 badges for consumer attendees in 2020, which almost doubles the 15,000 available this year, the extra burden would potentially be alleviated by a system that allows attendees to book time slots for specific games through a digital app. While waiting times would be shorter as a result, the pitch deck also described plans for cutainment, essentially direct marketing opportunities aimed at attendees as they stand in line. With this greater focus on consumers, E3 may be reorganized so it has an, quote, industry-only day, end quote, on Tuesday before opening its doors to the public from Wednesday. They, um, 
we I have a link in the doc that obviously we're not going to talk too much about, but it goes into way too fine detail about the breakdown. Like they genuinely have the whole presentation mm-hmm. and it's like, I, I looked at it briefly and I was like, man, this is fucking disgusting. Like I get it. That's the way the world's going. It's, it's whatever. But like my personal opinion is like, I, I wouldn't, that's not for me. Like, yeah, it, the more they do this, the more like, thank God I have packs. Yeah, like it's it's just not like it's unless I can get in on that media day. Yeah, right. That's the only I don't give a fuck about celebrities playing games. Yeah, celebrities and influencers. Like, no, thank you. I I'm here for the games. I'm here to like for. If I want influencers, I go to TwitchCon or whatever MixerCon or VidCon or whatever the other cons are that influencers are like yeah. a big part of. They're also at PAX. If I want games. A lot of indies, and maybe not like any surprises really or whatever. But I'm going to go to PAX. Yeah. If I want these fan interactive moments, panels and stuff like that, going to go to PAX. This is the issue: is I'm I'm when I seek out an entertainer or whatever or a personality, <laughs> internet personality, I'm generally looking for commentary. I'm not looking for necessarily cheap entertainment which is what i kind of attribute a lot of this to i'm not looking for cheap entertainment and i don't give a shit if they're playing the game it's not going to make me play the game yeah but we're old and crotchety we're old we also understand how to do like the make the correct decisions for ourselves for the most part yeah in regards to our video game buying Mm -hmm. once again for the most part we both make mistakes and we've made a lot of mistakes in the past yes which we covered last week kind of but just because just because Doc is playing and loving something no, does yeah. not mean that I will just buy that because he's playing it. Yeah. I know what I like. Mm-hmm. It doesn't if, if <clears throat> I'll watch him play a game that I'm not even interested in. You're there to watch the personality him. is yeah. what I'm there for. We're there to watch him, not the game. And it's gonna don't almost, get it mistaken. <laughs> and it's almost gonna be worse. If you put certain influencers uh, on stages like that with games that aren't done. Yeah. it The Ninja hosting uh, New Year's Eve is immediately what just comes to my mind. Where it's a bunch of people that don't know him, which is why it's so cringy and whatever. When he's trying to get the crowd to floss and stuff like that. But the, I just picture like that spectacle, but worse. When you have these guys that are trying to... like stream or whatever from e3 with technically unfinished builds and shit's just breaking yeah yeah we're gonna have these guys stream for eight hours from our booth like they're gonna come in we're gonna do the cod x like the Mm -hmm. cod xp like the cod preview events that have all existed and we've seen the videos from Mm -hmm. but we're gonna stream it it's all gonna be live yeah yeah great idea unfortunately i think this is what we're getting because the the level of detail in the 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 pitch is Luckily Very for us, finite. for us, it doesn't affect us. Yeah. Unless we get in on that media day, which we never will, because we're not media. And unless we, for some reason, are in California, it's not going to affect us watching it, because it'll still be the press conference style. I don't know, man. If it's not, you're going to lose a chunk of people. Yeah. Just get me in on the media day. 
that's the only time I want I would want to be there. The media day, so I can actually walk around, talk to the developers about what they're doing, their plans, stuff like that. Not, oh, hey, look. Some practice squad member or complete bench player from the Lakers is playing Fortnite. I don't give a shit. We've made it to the last story. Congratulations. You're welcome. Number 10, and our fun story for the week. It's not really fun. It's funny. Uh, In a blog post published on September 17th, Bioware head of live services, Chad Robertson, says that the plans for regular Anthem content updates is on hold. Uh, The roadmap is being shelved in favor of seasonal updates and focus on fixing the game's core issues. Quote, we hear your concerns on core issues in Anthem and are acting on it. Those systems require a more thorough review and reworking versus quick fixes. We've got a team working on that now, and early results are promising. End quote. Dead? Yep. Ding dong. Which game? Bell told, buddy. See you later. Peace! As they say. Um, yeah. There was a there was a definite chance when we were playing it in February that we were close to calling dead on arrival at that point, and then it, you know kind of they were doing some quick fixes and yada yada. It could be a no man's sky situation where they just shut the fuck up, and then in four years somebody's like, "Holy shit, Anthem's really good," but it's an EA product, yeah, so it might not get the chance to live that long. No man's sky is going to become the. Uh exception to the rule i think which is which is fucking hysterical it is and it's i mean it is impressive and they deserve all the credit for that and there's still a ton of problems in the game let's be honest it's not perfect by any means it's not but it's just better than the other ones that have done it and it's not necessarily i don't want to praise them because the game is now what it should have been at launch but exactly uh the fact that they just did it you know it took you four, three or four years. Speaks to your character. To get you to the point where you should have been when you were talking about all your launch stuff. But Anthem, who man. And apparently, I don't know if it was 100% true, but I saw a report saying that after they made this announcement, numbers started dropping. Well, yeah. I mean, it's kind of... The people who are still playing Anthem are... I mean, it's a special, I, I mean this in not a, a mean way, but it's a special crowd as in like, they're probably people who are a little bit more hardcore than your average audience. So like, they can read the, the tea leaves and they can read between the lines a little bit. So I'm sure they read, they saw that and they're like, well, there's no point in continuing this. See yeah. ya. Like, we'll wait until you're done then. Yeah. We'll either wait until you're done and get a good game or you're never going to finish it and we'll already have moved on. So, yep. Yeah, so it's uh yeah, the fact that I saw Anthem news this week and I was just like that's not good. You're dropping oh, well. an- you're dropping Anthem news right before Destiny shows up again. Maybe uh maybe Dragon Age 4 will be good. Don't even don't even like scare <laughs> me with that because the more I like look back at Inquisition, I was like, man, I had a lot of fun. Fuck me, where there's some problems in that game. The Anima- scope was... animations were terrible. Yeah, but the problems that I had, I could live with. The right, I could, I could live was... with the problems I had. 
there were just a lot of like gameplay uh like visuals and stuff like that mm-hmm. where like everybody you know rips on andromeda for what it did that shit was almost present in dragon age in some spots and i was like this is yeah like, this it is was almost unacceptable for this big of a studio the scope was a little too yeah out there they very much went what if we had all the area in the world yeah what do we fill it with but we have all the area in the world Right, you ain't so you, no you ain't no rock star. You gotta tone it down. You ain't no rock star, you ain't no blizzard. Which doesn't mean much anymore, but I mean you ain't not them, so uh you know, fucking check yourself, fools. You were on a pedestal and you might have tripped harder than anybody falling off of it. I mean there is there is a solid chance that Bioware might be one of the greatest There's flame to shame. There is hope on the horizon. The the uh, a lot of the devs and good writers and stuff like that from Bioware that have that bailed are opening studios. So that's not good news for Bioware. Well, good use good news for consumers, right? That's just not good for Bioware. Bioware is still just going downhill. We'll let them. They, they'll sort that out. They they sort it out or they fade into oblivion, and we'll get good games regardless. I can't wait to that for when Bioware goes under, and then all of a sudden, in 10 years, they come back up like THQ Nordic. Yeah. Like, That'd be kind of funny, though. Like, Bioware's making games again. What the fuck? Nobody heard of them in 20 years. Yo, just give us a good Kodor remaster before you die. <laughs> I'm not saying <laughs> just a remaster. Don't get all, don't do no remake nonsense. Just a remaster. <sighs> That's still funny. You think they give a shit about Star Wars anymore? I know. I, it's a pipe dream. Bioware does not care. Bioware already sunset fucking Old Republic to somebody else. Didn't they? No. They still... There's Austin still doing it. Oh, we, they're Austin one. Yeah, the one that clashed with them on... <laughs> Honestly, the, the Austin studio is probably the best studio in Bioware right now. That's Yeah, that's true. The Redmonton one is not... Uh, yeah. Which not is... looking like it's chaining that many legs anymore. But we gave him a javelin that doesn't play much different than this other javelin. Someone what do you mean that. they can't fly? <laughs> what do you mean load times were so unbelievably bad that when one person would load into the game, it would then force the other people in their party to go through six load screens as they all phased? Right about that. The rubber band loading, like the. What do you mean there's weather systems in the game? What do you mean you keep mentioning that we that we just constantly stop cataclysms, but cataclysms are the worst thing that can happen in this world? You just prevented a cataclysm. Good job, freelancer. You're Wait, still what? a rookie. <laughs> oh, I stopped another cataclysm? How many cataclysms do I have to stop before you people actually like consider me good? I flew into the heart of the anthem or whatever... And stopped a cataclysm. And then I killed some random... I still don't know what the fuck the anthem is, by the way. And then I killed some random NPCs that were at a fort. And I stopped another cataclysm, apparently. How the fuck does that make any sense? I don't I don't want to even get going in anthem right now. All right. I did it I did it in February. Go back and listen. It doesn't fucking make any sense. That's all we got this week for news. For news, we're done with the news. But Matt, I want you to click on the deal that I have underneath the Humble Bundle area. Did you get the Epic Games deal? 
the one for Batman's? Yes. Because you got the Batman's. You get I'll 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 spitball that one while you do this. Wait, what am I doing? Bund- the builder yes. bundle? Okay. Uh Epic Games Store, if you can stomach yourself to get away from Steam for three seconds, you heathens. Uh Epic Games Store free games are currently six of them in the form of two three game bundles. The one three game bundle is the Batman Arkham bundle of Asylum City and Night. And then the other bundle is the three Lego Batman games. So go get those. Just go claim them. They're free. Yo, this is a dope bundle. Right? So anyway, those uh, those are on the Epic Games Store. Six games. All for free. And I've played four or five of them. And I recommend them all. So on Humble Bundle, we have the Builder Bundle. The Humble Builder Bundle. Uh, you got 17 days to get this. 17 more days. If you pay a dollar or more, you'll get When Ski Lifts Go Wrong. Matt and I have played that. It's it's great. Uh, Tricky Towers, which kind of looks like a Tetris Jenga thing, which kind of is a cool concept. Uh, Concrete Jungle. Those three games. You get that for a dollar or more. One dollar. If you pay more than three seventy four at this current time, You'll get those three games and also Portal Knights, Bridge Constructor Portal, which is a big bridge constructor based on the Portal game. Yeah, you can use Portal Physics to shoot the cars through portals to other spots and stuff. Whew, man, it gets crazy. Hell, yeah. And then Seum. I think that's how you... Sure, I'm going to go with yes. Speedrunners from Hell. Looks cool. And then $10 or more, and you'll also unlock uh, Staxel. Sure. I don't know what that one is, but I'm assuming it's a new release. Uh, and then, yeah, that's it. So 10 bucks, and I get all that? All that. Boom. Big old bundle at thehumblebundle.com. And those are all fun little games that you could play little snippets of at a time, which is nice. Yep. If you have a normal life. And you have, you know, not uh, one game that you need to get to a certain level by the end of the month then. You've done this to yourself. Played myself. Oopsie. But yeah, that's uh, that's all I got. You got anything more at all? Not really. No, I mean, you on that Pokemon hype train with me yet? Choo choo. I'm not on the Pokemon hype train. Uh, you know who's not on the Pokemon hype train? Dewey. You know who is on the Pokemon hype train? Who? Dewey. He is and he isn't. You want to know why he is? Sir fetched. You he's think he's back? back. He's back oh, on? Oh, I know he's back. Okay. He's 100% back. Last time I talked to him, he was bitching about... The Curry Decks. And well, he was and bitching the about the, the fucking... Gig- the gig- Gigantamax. Yeah. yeah. We were, uh, him, Joey, and I were talking at your wedding. Uh-huh. Uh, and just having our moments with Gigantamaxing and Dynamaxing and the Curry Decks and all the other things. And the lack of a National Decks and stuff like that. And then Sir Fetch came in and he's like, I'm back. Hype train. Sir Fetched. Woo! All right. I'm enjoying this, like, the hype train, in quotations, the hype train with everyone. Uh, experience, like, your guys' reactions and stuff to the to the coming of Pokemon more than anything else. You know, going back and forth, bitching about something, loving something, you know, just, it's all over. It's, all, it's a roller coaster of emotions. I'm in a glass box of emotions. So... And I'm sure it'll be another roller coaster of emotions when it comes out and everyone starts playing it. 
it'll be a mix of a roller coaster of emotions and then me not shutting up. Maybe. I just won't like, hear from anyone for like a, like a like three days or something, and then. Well, here's yeah. here's the joke. You won't hear from any of us, and at the same time, you'll hear from all of us because Dewey and I will just be together while we're like messaging back and forth. Like, hey, can I trade you this Pokemon? I need to yeah. do this thing. Have you? But seen you this guys yet? see, I don't get. I you guys have your your Pokemon. Oh, I'll, chat I'll now, throw so. it in our group chat. The three of us. So I I I, I don't know what's going on half the time. I'm like, Matt, with Pokemon, did you see this Pokemon yet? Did you see uh, Bong Weezing? <laughs> Bong Weezing. <laughs> You've yeah. seen him. He's the one with the. Uh, you had to have seen the pictures. I'll oh, show I don't you. Know. But anyway, seven days. We will see you again in seven days. Do something in those seven days. Nate, hit 60. Here we go. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.